Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And here we are about mid-middle of the month in February and uh, kind of wanted to talk about uh, cold weather challenges, so to speak. Uh, about this time of year, I begin to think about uh, flower buds on our fruit trees and flowering ornamental plants. And I'll have two examples here that uh, would have an impact on how the weather has uh, changed what we might expect uh, this spring. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is the peach tree in the home orchard. Uh, you know, the cold weather has already given peach trees in the home orchard a kind of a knockdown punch for 2019 already. Once those temperatures reach, uh, say, 10 below zero, um, peach flower buds begin to uh, freeze and, and start to die. And then just about for every degree below the 10 degrees below zero, we're going to lose another 10% of what was left after that initial kill. And that will continue until all the flower buds are, are, are uh, done for unless that weather moderates and stays warmer. So uh, if you... You know, we always have the potential of 100% of our peach tree flower buds opening. Uh, it's just how much bad weather we have that determines what's left come come springtime. Um, so that's kind of the, the story. Fortunately, the you know the foliage buds here are going to be able to survive, and uh, so the peach trees you know live on for another day or another year, uh, like all other fruit trees, peaches produce flower buds every year. It's just a, a gamble whether or not we have the uh, severe winter temperatures during during uh, the winter season that we have. So um, for, say, northern Illinois at least, it's not uncommon to only get peaches every three to five years off your peach tree. As you move farther south, of course, through the state, uh, that percentage uh, uh, is uh, markedly improved. And so in southern Illinois, typically we have a can have a peach tree crop uh, every year. So um, that's kind of the the situation that we have at least here in northern Illinois this year when we, when we're talking about uh, talking about our, our our peach crop in the home orchard. The second plant I want to talk about, the forsythia, more or less represents the home landscape side of things and. And around here, at least, again, Forsythia will often have what we call a snow skirt of blooms in the spring. Uh, that'll be those lower flower buds on the Forsythia that were protected by the deeper snow. Uh, in the snow, that snow itself actually acts as insulation. Every flower bud above the snow line, though, um, very often gets killed by very cold weather. So just like the peach, we always have next year flower buds are formed from the very bottom to the very top of the forsythia so if you're lucky enough to see it in full bloom top to bottom it will it will certainly put on quite a show for us so that's that's uh, kind of the home orchard side and the landscape side uh, plants that uh, we all know about or may even have in our yards and then I wanted to talk about a little bit about um, something I mentioned is even a couple years ago in this in this uh, podcast and that's uh, uh, was I wanted to re remind everybody or refresh everybody about uh, the, the, the the idea that when our plants are coming out of dormancy in the spring, um, we've kind of began to use a new phrase and we call that uh, chilling hours. This is really all about our temperate plants getting enough cold weather to know it's time to come out of winter dormancy and to begin you know to begin to grow in the spring. Uh, 
it, and it's not so much about the long cold winter temperatures, but those fluctuating spring temperatures we get. We're calling those the chilling hours. And chilling hours are recorded uh, annually by a lot of uh, reporting stations. And these are temperatures we see between 32 and 45 degrees. They don't count any of the temperatures below 32 because the plants are clearly still dormant. It is that fluctuating temperature um, that we get um, during the early, late winter, early spring months that really begin to trigger uh, the, the plants to break winter dormancy and it's kind of interesting and and, uh, and and it clearly explains why say in peaches and apricots our plants are often damaged by a late frost or a freeze because they require so few chilling hours that they're ready to come out and grow very early in the season so um, the difference would be, say, uh, uh, an apple tree, which requires 800 to something like nearly 1,800 chilling degree hours to come out of dormancy. Uh, apricot and peach are somewhere only between 300 and 1,000. So that amount of dormancy, the chilling hours are, are acquired very early in the spring season. So they're able to start to grow out very early. And then we typically, at least here in Northern Illinois, we are seeing the, uh, we'll see the aftermath of that late frost or late freeze that we might get, which is gonna impact typically uh, whether or not the peach flower buds uh, survive that um, that treatment of the, of the cold weather. So pretty much, uh, and this is why apples are always good in Northern Illinois, just because they require so many more chilling hours. So, uh, kind of in the, uh, in the, the list of importance here in terms of that apples require the most. Uh, and as I move down the list, uh, pear and sour cherry are somewhere around 600 to 1500, um, Japanese and sweet cherries range somewhere between 500 and 1600. And then, as I mentioned, peaches and apricots, they're between uh, 300 and about 1200. So we have those kinds of chilling hours necessary. So right now in northern Illinois, clearly from apricots, peach, cherries, and plums, we're right up to speed. Uh, uh, pear and sour cherries and apples may require just a little bit more, but virtually we're there right now. So in terms of chilling hours, our fruit trees are ready to rock and roll, but this also applies to our um, ornamental plants like our flowering crab apples, which are closely related to apple trees. So this is how springtime happens and what it requires for our plants to really break dormancy. So, um, so those temperatures below 32 don't count and any days that we have temperatures above 60 do not count because those are kind of abnormal spikes that we would see. So the, this is what kind of happens with any of our plants actually, but I wanted to address at least some fruit trees and give a good example of some woody ornamentals like forsythia. So uh, as always, it's been a pleasure. I'll be back again real soon. This is Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up.